Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV podcast 418's After, after show. show. Oh, 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 we got there. Oh, oh. Oh, 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 mm-hmm. oh, oh, the right stuff. I had, I had to go to a, a Gloria Stefan reference today with my roommate here, Zach, and only to find out, and, uh, and I know you guys are probably wondering that she apparently actually wrote the song Waiting for Tonight, which then J-Lo had released, but that was written by... Gloria Stefan. But how did I immediately associate with her when it was JLo's big hit? I don't I don't know. My brain works in mysterious ways, as I think you two once said. Anyway. Putting it mildly. <laughs> Welcome everyone. If you are new here, as we've got a ton of additional viewers tonight thanks for joining us of course but if you are new here or you've never been here before this is what we call the after show it just simply takes place after our regular show uh we usually continue to ramble on but now it may or may not be specific to disc golf so if you have anything you'd like to talk about topics you'd like to bring up things you'd like us to ponder or discuss or debate or fight about, or or tell you you're wrong, or write about, uh, go ahead, put it in the chat. Typically, the, the YouTube chat is the easiest place, but if you put it in the chat, we'll likely find it. And, uh, and if it's clever, or you have a really bright idea, we may take it and pass it off as our own, or reword it. And uh, We almost certainly will. Yes, because that's really what we do. All right, so I'm uh, reading uh, some stuff here on the chat. What are you drinking tonight, Terry? Uh, last night, Nate and Val had uh, tried to find a couple of new beverages that they thought I'd like, and they were they were all right. Uh, they're staying over at the next hotel. Today, at some point, my roommate went shopping and found Boulevard Bourbon Barrel Quad, and he thought I would like it, and uh, the 12.2% says I do. 
and uh, anything bourbon, bur- <laughs> bourbon barrel aged uh, seems to fit up my alley. And, and it was good. I have tried this one other time and it doesn't knock my socks off. It's no um, backwoods bastard, but it is, it was good. And if there were more of them, I would, uh, I could get down with that. <sighs> All right. Um, let, let's go. We'll, we'll go. We'll sidestep disc golf for a moment. Johnny, are you, yeah. are you shocked by any of the cuts for the Packers? Mm. We're talking Packers. The we're pa- talking duh, Packers here. We're talking Packers. Um, no, I'm not shocked by any of the cuts made by the Packers. I did not see the most new, the, the ones that were dropped today. I think there was probably three or four that they had to get rid of, but I, nothing shocking okay fair enough uh i'll I'll touch on this one oh pack raider says i love you terry i have strong feelings to you, toward you too probably um the next one was what's up with the eagle crossing are they not a potential world's host drama i missed question mark i've been seeing this really circulate recently and and i'll be i'll admit i don't know any other full story but People keep talking about them hosting a Worlds. I'll, I'll very quickly run through the jump on the soapbox about it. You need to have a good course or more, usually more than one course, typically. You need to have infrastructure. You need to have, does it have good signal? Uh, is it a good course? Is there money? Is there staff? And have you put in a bid? There could be the the world's two nicest courses on the planet. But if there's not somebody willing and capable to then head it up locally and be part of the local or the LOC as they call it, the local organizing committee, then it doesn't matter. You can, you can love your brains out on a course or a set of courses, but if there's not local representation that can, can take on all the responsibility of being a world's host, then you're not going to have an event. And this happens time and time and time again. Every time a bid is awarded for an event to go somewhere, the first thing someone says, it's so BS. Why aren't we hosting that? And then I always reply with, well, did anyone in your area apply to host that event? They don't just call up people and say, hey, I hear you have a nice course. We're going to have worlds there next week. Okay, cool. Like it goes through this in this very, very rigorous process. So, but it has to start with somebody wanting to host the world championships or the U S women's or the U S masters. Okay. So there's a process to that. And now has there been conversation? Obviously there has been, cause you're not the first to ask about that. Um, I, I just don't know any details. Maybe I'll try to poke around, but I have, I have not heard uh, of it happening there, and it, it there are a number of things that have to uh, go in place. Zach P says J Lo is not actually a good singer; she's a great dancer. All right, I mean you can be wrong. Uh, <laughs> she is a good dancer, good singer. I mean, she was a fly girl. <laughs> do you need anything in else? In color. I mean, what more do you need? Uh, Johnny, I just read Flowers for Algernon. Have you? Uh, it's, I, I have read that. It's been a long time, probably 25 years. The book was better. Yeah. No, the play was better. I saw the play when I was in high school. I don't remember it much, but I did see the play. I think it was put on Johnny at Appleton East, I'm pretty sure. It, it was put been. on by our by our high school at uh, been. I didn't our... see. I don't think I saw. I went to a couple of the Appleton East plays, but I didn't see that one. I actually went to see... Uh... Because a lot of my friends from when I was in middle school ended up being 
theater nerds, go figure. And uh, Midsummer's Night Dream. So that was the that was the one that I had seen there. Uh, someone asked, "Did Cat ever find her disc?" I took a picture at one point. There were twenty two people after she had already approached and moved on. Twenty two people were searching for that disc, and I I don't believe it was ever found. Um, how is that yeah. possible? I, yeah. I don't know that they were looking in the right place, and I didn't see quite where it went. I just knew it had gone OB, so I didn't want to interject. And I, and I wasn't lying when I said, I don't want to walk around in there. I mean, I, I like Kat, and I want her to get her disc. But that, even that just like shin-high stuff out there is just, yeah, I've got a couple of cuts on my legs as we speak because I got off the fairway for two seconds just walking on 12. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to be doing this. Uh, Ian pulled a yeet out of his arse today. Uh, I mean, uh, again, those are paid sponsorship activations as we call them. And, uh, yeet is looking for them to get recognized and called out, uh, at, at one point, I believe it was on that very hole, at least with Eagle McMahon talking about him needing to yeet his disc. And I said, if you yeet, yeet, yeet too much, you're going to have an OB problem. And, um, that's what I was thinking in my head anyway. So that might get used this week. Um, Ray says, I heard the owner of Eagles Crossing was particular stipulations he needs for worlds to be there. I, I would think so. Only because it's private property. He's invested hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not more, into it. And then there again, there's certain infrastructure that needs to be in place, whether he provides it or gets it provided. Um, so who knows? Kyle says, was watching the Des Moines Challenge on DGN. There was a guy pulling a cart with 30-plus discs. Will PDG ever put a limit on the amount of discs you can carry similar to ball golf? I, I doubt it. So. I, I'm just going to say I don't see it as a problem right now. And I don't know when it would be a problem. Um, as you want to carry, pull, push. Uh, I was going to say, you can't put them on a dog uh, in competition <laughs> play. But, uh, yeah, no, I, <clears throat> I, 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 I could be wrong. I've only been around for this many years, and uh, it, could, it certainly could happen. I, I just I don't see that as – I don't see a lot of people barking about it right now, and I couldn't see a big issue with it really overall. Uh, would you rather a concert at the Rave or Alpine Valley? King Heiser asks. Wow, getting, getting deep mm. in the Wisconsin – the Wisconsin music scene there. So the difference is the Rave is a local <laughs> indoor club, Rave slash Eagles Room. Um, downtown more, Milwaukee. Down, downtown Milwaukee. Uh, indoor. The Alpine Valley is <laughs> an outdoor festival atmosphere. One large stage with huge, the first, half, the first quarter is stadium seating. Um, and then after that, it's all grass seating. Assuming that we're talking good weather, of course, I think Alpine is always the way to go. It's There are inconveniences with going to Alpine in that it always mm-hmm. takes you an hour to get out of Alpine. Like, And it's always if, like, isn't it always? It, I think it has to, like, if they schedule a concert, then the weather says, yes, it's going to rain here, right? No. Isn't that how it works? Uh, well, <laughs> no. Um, I the, When I went there earlier at, this year at Rage Against Machine, it was the most beautiful weather I've imaginable. And when I went there for the Tibetan Freedom concert back in 99, it did rain early in the day. Mm-hmm. 
It's rained two out of the Gibby three times. Buffett I've been was there. just there a few a few days or weeks ago and yep. was rained on. I feel like every time Dave, Dave Matthews, Matthews is there is over there. July fourth, it rains. I, that's just what I always hear. Yeah. No, no, and it does. I mean, it's an outdoor fest, outdoor environment. You have to do it, but I mean, there there is something very cool because East Troy, Wisconsin, which is about forty five minutes outside of Milwaukee, is a far enough outside where on a nice clear night, it's nothing but stars. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous, as opposed to coming out of the rave where you then you're just downtown Milwaukee and. Alpine is always a little bit better, but I've gone to way more shows at the Rave. All right. D. Lillo. Uh, I think our friends Paul Oman and Shasta and maybe some others were just at the Rave uh, a few weeks ago, actually, when they were in the Milwaukee area. I wonder which, I wonder uh, which show they went to go see. Uh, he told me, and I forgot. Mm, I forget. All right. Uh, thoughts of increasing the speed on the greens in pro disc golf. It seems like a solution to distance courses. Um, Wait, say that again? Sure. I, I thoughts on increasing the speed of the greens, oh, and essentially, yeah. I feel like that means just go out and cut them shorter, potentially. Um, Slope them a little bit. Know. Yeah, I was going to say more hillsides. I mean, I think we try to utilize those as much as possible. I, I'm sure those are already, to some degree, obviously they're already thought about to some degree. I know when I'm looking at a piece of property for a course, I'm thinking about, hey, where's the best place for a green? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. I, I think it always should be considered, um, I guess, is the short answer to that. Uh, D. Lillo asked, Terry, the hole where the men bounce off of the small asphalt area to the pin, I think it's hole 11 or 12. How does that beat up their Frisbees? Uh, whatever hole you're talking about, it's not bad. And there's there's no place where you're required, quote unquote, required. I don't, I don't know which hole you're talking about. You could be thinking of seven where you might get a skip off the road if you're playing the out over the road, or you maybe are thinking, I don't know where else, or you could be thinking of 17 where we saw a couple skips that hit the road today or, or, or even 16. Um, None of those are plays you're looking for. I guess that's my, my best answer to all of that. When you, when you step up to the hole and if you throw a perfect drive or a near perfect drive, rarely will your next best shot on your next shot be, hey, I want to try and skip this off the road. That's usually not what you're going for. It it, it works and people do it, but you don't wake up thinking, yeah, man, uh, yeah, second shot on this hole, I'm for sure going to be skipping it off the road. Hopefully you're just not in a position where that's the ideal shot. But um, to to answer your question, not too bad. Um, A little scrape, a little high-speed scrape, uh, when coming in with some angle on a driver, not too bad. Uh, I like bourbon. I like beer. Can't stand bourbon aged beer. Huh. Okay, Larry. We all have our struggles. Uh, Brian <laughs> says, uh, that's a cool pattern on your shirt. You always have the best button ups. Where do you tend to shop? Really all over. Uh, they they can be sometimes really inexpensive shirts, sometimes only <laughs> only moderately priced. Uh, it can be everywhere, uh, anywhere from Kohl's to, uh, like, uh, uh, a Marshall's or, or anywhere in between, like all sorts of places I seek out. I'm a value shopper first. I know. Surprising, right? Pack. I love you too. Maybe. Uh, Rogers about the Winfrey cut, Johnny. What do you make of that? Oh, Oprah uh, Winfrey. I don't think they cut her. 
You get a ring and you get a ring. All right. Uh, yes, do you remember how Vision Quest started? I think was questioned in there. Uh, yeah, Vision Quest had some amazing... Uh, Vision Quest uh, is a course that's about 10 minutes from Blue Ribbon Pines, which is one of the most famous courses probably in the country uh, in in northern the northern part of the Twin Cities uh, in East Bethel, technically. And Vision Quest started down the road, and they had they have a, uh, a zip line that you can play or use during the round. Uh, they they designed it with sight lines in mind for video and and coverage opportunities. Uh, it, it was like a playground of sorts, and it was a very good course. And I, I've just heard that it hasn't kept up with itself uh, the way that Blue Ribbon Pines has. So. Dan says, lived in Appleton for five years. Does that make me a cheesehead? Dan? You're always kind of a cheesehead, Dan, even if you're, even just, if you're not. Uh, we just want you to be uh, safe, safe and good and healthy, pal. Um, has the event itself been running smoothly? The PDGA really needs to nail it this year. Everything I've seen has been great. Um, you know, I was here Friday night. I watched and filmed and was participated in mixed doubles. Well, not participated, but filmed in mixed doubles on Saturday. Uh, that was both that both rounds were at Jones uh, Supreme. Sunday were the field events, and that ran like all other field events, which very much included Johnny. Can you guess what's one of the most common things that happens at the field events logistically? logistically the field events this is how it always goes um everybody signs up beforehand when they register and nobody shows up until like usually the towards the end of the day and then they Mm -hmm. all show up at once and it's Mm -hmm. like just a giant cluster usually for almost any event like usually more so for distance putting they tend to come a little bit sooner i it's been a while since i've been around edge but it just unfortunately i think what you need to start doing for field events is start signing up for a time and if you don't make that time you you, Uh, thanks for your donation yeah i mean that's that's one way you could look at it um yeah so you pretty much nailed it not necessarily that they just showed up late uh or or later they all show up at the same time because they all show up at the same time the six or eight of us, hey, let's all go together now. And it's like, cool, you've just, everyone's going to go at once now. No, it was more so that people didn't read or comprehend, maybe that's a better word, comprehend the big, bold, blackened letters right there, clear as day. Clear sure? as day. That said, you need to start this field event at latest by blank time because it's done at 4, whether that's 3 or 3.30 or 3.15 or 3.45. You need to start it by this time. If it pushes to 4.05, you know, clearly you're good. But you need to start it because they're done at 4. So what did we have? When did, when did some people show up, Johnny? Wait. If you if you had to be if you had to be there by what is it three forty five it said it said ten to four nine to four we had plenty of people that showed up at three at three fifty two yeah I'm ready I'm not picking on you but I'm picking on you, no, you like you it should and it's just it, and I only say this because it's it's so predictable and it's happened and then I thought well maybe maybe the PDGA isn't doing a great job of making that crystal clear. 
And then we pulled up the website and the first thing in bold black letters is you need to start by three o'clock or three thirty or three fifteen. It's the first thing you see on the page. So um, I just want to politely encourage all of our professional golfers and amateurs at any field events at any worlds, double check the times and just, just realize what that means. And, and I, I chuckle because this happens for the last 25 years I've been to worlds and um, yeah. So uh, there was skill shot, there was mini golf, there was distance and there was putting you know, like you said, some people showed up at 10 o'clock in the morning and they're like, oh, I don't like the wind. I'm going to come back later. I'm not warmed up. And that's fine. Just know that when you, if you do show up at 315, that might be when 22 other people decided to show up. So it just makes things a little bit more hectic. But overall, they had a ton of people out there, lots of volunteers, lots of people working hard. So as far as I can see, I know that was a really long winded answer to, yes, I think things are running very smoothly. Uh, Brad says, uh, nice, Terry and Johnny. Flowers crush me. Figured you'd know the flowers. Yeah, it's no flowers, flowers for Algernon. The Oh, there you go. I got you. Okay, sorry. Back to that. Uh, then Brad also said, brown deer socks. Stretzka is okay, but easy. And now Terry Silver Fox, though. That course is sick. Uh, I think brown deer is great. Brown deer and Stretzka, and these are Milwaukee courses that were part of the 2007 AM Worlds. Um, but brown deer and Stretzka are both great courses, and you just have to realize there's three to five to eight pins on some of those holes. So the course can be set up super short and easy where you should shoot 18 under all the way to, you might only get two birdies, you know, using par three. So both of those courses I think are great, but I'm also glad you like silver Fox, the home of the cold Turkey. Hmm. No, maybe not. Gray Fox will be the home of the cold Turkey uh, right in, in uh, November. I got to play around with Dutch Napier last weekend. Fun. He kicked my butt. Of course. Dutch is a great yeah, that's guy. What Dutch Good does. player. Uh, I got it. Yep, I could see that. Um, my favorite book is Yeet of Eden that I, I could uh, get Yeet on of board Eden. with. <laughs> yep, yep. East of Eden. Uh, By the way, East of Eden is a great book. It's one of my favorites. Um, is there. Nico in Emporia this week? I haven't seen Nico. I don't know if he's here. I didn't even see Cat Merch, who I know was had a, had a colorful round, which isn't surprising because uh, she does that often, I think. But... I, I didn't see Nico. I haven't seen Nico. He may or may not be in town. Yeah, uh, he could be. He obviously can't be playing because he's suspended, but he could be in town and he could even, um, you know, be out there spectating. But I, I did not see him and I, I'm guessing we're not going to. That That's nothing more than a guess, though. Um, Brown deer was overgrown. Poking hopes, blind holds, lefty flick shots, fight me. No, I... <laughs> No, fight I'm him. Not gonna go, fight him. I'm not going to go die for brown deer. I'm just saying it can be a really nice course. And and maybe it's it's not looking its best right now. Uh, where were those fancy black DD branded basket covers for unused holes? Is that going to be standard instead of trash bags? It should, Ray. They look great. Those are great. I'm I'm going to buy some. Uh, and they're going to cover non-DD baskets. But there's, there's <laughs> a couple tournaments a year that I need to cover up or protect or hide or, or disguise or whatever you want to call it, uh, make a basket inusable. And I've seen these before where they've busted them out. And I don't know, they probably call them basket covers, uh, I'm guessing. And Clever. I, I don't even know what they call them, uh, but they're great. They, I think they look really sharp. They look so much better than a garbage basket. They make it even that much more clear because here's my big sell on them, and I'm not paid to say this. Although, if you use my coupon, no. Um, 
they make it clear that the basket is there and it's intentionally not in play. Whereas a trash bag, which I typically have to use, makes it wonder like, was somebody just being a jerk? Was it covered well? Can we still throw to it? Did a bag get stuck on it or in it? Like there's so many other random questions. These make it crystal clear that, that there's a basket there, but it's not in play. And you're an idiot if you're trying to get it in there with that cover on it. So, uh, yeah, now that I've made my pitch, I'm going to buy a couple. <laughs> um, pandemic combines all 27 holes. He's talking about, I heard there were grill covers, Ray. Uh, Holly said that on commentary. I was curious if you can confirm. Um. Any double discord cash games going on at Worlds? Sam, that's a wow. very, very specific uh, request that I can appreciate. But as far as I know of, I haven't seen any. I think if there were to get any started, I think JK would be at the helm of that Juliana Corver. Uh, I have not seen any. I've never seen a double disc cash game going in my life. I've seen double disc and I love playing it. I've never seen a, a cash game of sorts going on. Nobody's got time for that when there's pickleball to be played, if we're being real, because that's what everybody's out doing. Pickleball's the thing right now. It is. Fastest growing sport in America. Sure. Along with the other 28 sports that claim that, including us. All right. <laughs> I recall the doubles contest seeing FPO basket decked out in that black bag on hole three. Yeah, they were they're great. Um, big germs wiener shirt. I don't know where this is going. I should probably stop reading. Germ, are those the most wieners you ever had on you at one time? Yeah, that, uh, I'll leave that there. You saw that? Did, did you know where that's referring to? That that's Yeah, of course. That's, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, also at the Funky Farms and the Pro-Am and, and uh, Julian Marquez asking Big Germ. I was standing the right there. I was, I was not following that group, but they, you guys had just gone uh, Funky Farms into the back up the hill, and I was not about to walk that hill. So I turned around and walked over by them just as he had said that, which was relatively funny. Yeah. Um, and, and I know Julian was out there, uh, well, wasn't out there, but was uh, watching along today. Uh, he had sent me a text during the broadcast. So it's, it's uh, granted, we're great. We have thousands of, of people watching, but to know we've got you know professional MMA fighters that are like locked and loaded and watching our broadcast. And I know he watches a lot of them. Uh, is is kind of cool that we have that out there. Uh, so many people taking it all in. Um, I don't know if there's anything else on the chat that I'm missing. Do any pros play Can Jam? Can Jam was in and out. It was hot. Like Can Jam was was the is the old pickleball. Uh, yeah, I saw Can. Like I just saw Can Jam over at uh, my wife and I were at like a a block party here in our neighborhood the other night, and there's Can Jam. My wife just turned to me, and there, there, there was a fun little saying that we had whenever we saw Can Jam, um, and <laughs> yeah. she turned to me and and just said Can Jam, and I was like, yeah, that's yeah, there you go. But not a single soul played it at this little block party. Yeah. So, <sighs> okay. Um, who won mini? Steve Rico's not there, so. Uh oh. Anthony Barella. AB. Uh, look for that footage to drop. We have every hole. Look for that footage to drop. Damn it. I think we did the you spoiler spoiled the wrong it then. Yeah. No, I mean, he played really well. And if you want to see how he battled it out, 
unsure of the outcome, but you tune into the Disc Golf Guy channel and you can watch mini disc mm. golf. Mm. Uh, any complaints from the players about the practice facility and the shuttle service? Uh, I, I haven't heard as much. I also didn't poll anyone and run around and, and uh, say, hey, what do you think about this service that they're providing um, that's uh, trying to help out the event and then create more spectatorship? Uh, tell me your biggest complaint about it. I, I, I didn't do that either. So, But I did not hear anyone grumbling or discussing it or talking about it. Could there be some frustrations? Yeah, possibly. Probably people that aren't giving themselves enough time. Um, you know, it's, it's the world championships. Give yourself a little bit more time to make sure you're, yeah. you are where you need to be. Um, what's cool, what's kind of cool is playing with a former Packers player, certainly. Uh, that Smith. was pretty cool. As we saw Evan Smith, and and I think we talked about it at one point, Evan had brought along his Super Bowl ring and then let everyone put it on and take a picture with it. Which I got a picture of it. With it on feels weird, but not. It was it was unique. Uh, does the DGN plan on getting closed captions for live coverage? I can't speak to that. I cannot answer that question. I, I simply don't know that. If, if I don't think closed caption for the Vimeo is an option uh, okay. when it when it streams on Saturday on YouTube for free, it will have the natural built in YouTube closed captioning. Mm. Um, and I know. Disc Golf Network is always exploring other options as far as they're doing, they've been doing tests here and there with different providers other than Vimeo. I don't know if anything's going to change. It all depends on how these tests go, but uh, yeah, so stay tuned. Yeah. Um, We'll keep you posted. Who's doing post production? Is it Jomez, I assume? Um, There's four post production teams for each division. Is there? That's what I heard. Yeah, I think you heard wrong because I think you're not the only person no. to. Well, that's that. That is the information that if it's wrong, you can blame Alta World because that is where I think everybody else heard it. That's where I Wh- think which, uh, my roommate which, had heard it. Because which shocked okay. me. The better question would be who name them. <laughs> that 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 was my thing. I I mean I can name four post productions, but then you're looking at teams that are doubling up. And I, and I thought, well, maybe Terry's doing, and even though I thought he would have told me, maybe doing an FBO card. Um, obviously, Jomez is doing lead card. Uh, GK is doing lead card of FBO. Gatekeeper is doing second card of MPO, I would make the assumption. I thought, okay, maybe Ace Run is out there doing a third card. Ace Run's doing FPO. Or an FPO two. Chase. I'm looking right here at UDISC to throw it out there. Uh, and it's everything we just said. Disc Golf Network is live, MPO and FPO, obviously. Uh, Jomez is MPO lead card. Gatekeepers, MPO chase card. GK Pro is FPO lead card. And Ace Run is FPO chase card. So, okay, so it's uh, four total groups. I love Charlie. Yeah, I love Charlie, <laughs> but, uh, but clearly it's got a lot of people worked up because I've heard a lot of people talk about this. Okay, good. Uh, and I think it was just a, a, a either a misinformation or a misspeaking that there's not four cards deep on both FPO and MPO. There are four and, and, total groups covering MPO yeah. and FPO. Is probably And this is why I love our podcast, because we're never wrong about anything, and we don't spew never. wrong That's information. Not we do. That's not what we do. We, <laughs> unlike Ulta World, which just all they do is just spew wrong information. I mean, just they make, they make things up. That's yeah. what I heard. That's what Charlie told me. He's just... He told me that years ago that his goal was just to create a podcast and make things up and see who believes him. And I, I yeah. thought, gosh, Charlie, that's kind of rude, but okay, you do you, man. 
That's not what we That's do. We really need to spit the truth here. Facts, <laughs> hardcore, researched, uh, uh, double verified facts. All right, double blind studied, tested, whatever, peer reviewed facts. That's all we got here, or we make shit up. Okay, um, <laughs> uh, Terry, did you intentionally film the Kelvin Macy card first round because you thought they would win it? Of course. Again, facts, Just spitting facts here. That's what we do. Uh, what is the youngest age you have to be to compete in pro events? 15, 16, because this nine-year-old in Pennsylvania, Cole, is something else. Yeah, there, I believe we just saw an article or a video about Cole. Um, uh, honestly, you could, you could be seven. As long as, you have, professional an, as, long as you have a parent, because I think if you're under 13, you have to have a parent join you. Yeah, but you could. there, there is no minimum age requirement to be a professional in disc golf at this point i can't imagine we'll have one if you're four years old and you're rated you don't have to have this rating but you're four years old and you're rated 990 and you cash at an event you're a professional disc golfer and you accept the cash you're a professional uh anybody going to cover tristan tanner what is a good score expected to be on jones uh, that's a really good question about whether or not anyone will take the time to maybe go over and film some of Tristan. Um, if, if, if I knew someone that had an extra camera that was there, that maybe a little spare, I would think, so, I think it'd be advantageous for someone to go and film Tristan Tanner. Uh, but I, no. I hear, I hear a volunteer. I hear a volunteer what, that's rooming with me. What was that? Huh? No. Um, uh, <laughs> as far as I know of, uh, I, 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 we don't know. Let's just. There's that. nobody Johnny officially. I do not know. There's nobody officially covering Tristan Tanner. Um, for, from any now, will DGN have no. a camera or nope. a nope. a non-live nope. camera? Nope. They will not. Yes. They will. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah, I mean, and that's yeah, it is what it is. That's all part of the shuffle. That's all part of how it unfolds. The great and shuffle. The great shuffler will be there. You just wait. <laughs> yeah, you need to show up with a top hat and a deck of cards. At, at, no, towards the, the end of the round. shuffler. <laughs> I am the great shuffler. Uh, all right. I don't remember. Uh, okay. Uh, Gannon and back in 50th after the year he's had. I, that means nothing to me. I understand. I, I'm not saying it's not surprising either. Barney, who says he's surprised to see Gannon in 50th. I'm a little surprised. I would have expected top 20. A little bit. But at the same, at the same time, Gannon could shoot course record tomorrow he could shoot himself up 37 spots and all is right in the world again i mean i, I you're right is it surprising to see him in 50th did he have a bad day sure there's there's a lot of people that we could say probably had a slightly off day and and on the fpo side getting page had off days i mean they're two of the highest rated most decorated women in the world and both didn't shoot phenomenal I'm, golf i'm not counting anybody out after today after tomorrow, exactly. though, I'm going to start writing sure. people off. I'm going to tell them not to show up to tea times. I'm just going to mm-hmm. just really, what's the point of showing up if you're not going to win? Yeah, I mean, why bother? Yeah, so, um, someone says, so Tristan won't be on the lead card, quote unquote, because of the pool situation. Yes, correct. that is he'll be correct. On, he'll be on the lead card of the other pool. And if he if he shoots, we'll just say a, a, an eight to ten down at Jones tomorrow, he will probably be on the lead card of the a pool but that is assuming he continues his hot streak shoots a very good round he could come out and shoot a one under you know we've we saw it today yeah plenty of people shoot up and then he'll he'll probably with a 13 under he's 
almost <laughs> guaranteed to make the A pool. Um, it, I, I would be surprised if he didn't, but um, not he's yeah, there's, there's no necessity that he's going to be on the lead card. Certainly he, not. He has to have two great rounds. Uh, Ray says Grant Zellner has a tough job doing solo commentary for the two holes all round. It will be fun to see how it goes. I totally agree. I do not envy that. Mm. Although I think I would love the challenge someday. I don't I envy be, uh, that he's got to do it. I and and I agree. My suggestion, and I think I mentioned this last week, was to have two people do those. Or maybe I didn't mention it because we were we didn't really talk about it. I wanted to have two people do it. And I don't know why they didn't. Um, I, I, because I think talking Manpower, with some budget, there's, there's a lot of reasons. There, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure there could be something. Logistics, I mean, technology. I don't know. No, there's logistics and technology are not the answer because I would be asked to fix that. Um, <laughs> it could be budget. And I would like, <laughs> I would like, I would like to see two people, um, because you can, it's a lot easier to have a conversation with somebody when there's somebody else there. It's very difficult to have a conversation with somebody when they're not there. I don't know. I talk to myself a lot. <laughs> I talk to myself, but that's not really a conversation with somebody else. So I, I think having two people there, and again, we're going to see more of this. I think Dust is going to be doing one of them in one of the future events. Uh, but I really think having two people should be a standard because having one person have to fill that much time. And there's no obligation they have to fill time either. Mo even said, he's like, if you don't have anything to talk about, just Say the player's name and maybe what they're throwing for and be done. It's like, oh, okay. Um, Bubba Watson's login, at least, says, uh, oh, pressure to got. No, I don't think that. Um, is, Ray asks, is the alternate broadcast with Grant going to be free on YouTube for the final round? No, I don't believe so. I think that is still going to be locked behind DGN. That is a DGN exclusive. And Boom. If you want to watch the the featured holes broadcast, you do need to have a DGN subscription. There you go. Uh, sup, everyone. Benjamin says, how are you doing, Benjamin? Uh, they should have a dog do the commentary. Mo made me say it. Mo and uh, Did dogs. anyone find Katrina's OB shot? We talked about that. I, I didn't at the time see anyone retrieve it or find it. Not to say it wasn't since then found, or maybe she went back, but uh, no, short answer is no. Um, maybe have AJ Risley on the course for the two holes helping out. A- a- AJ AJ's doing camera work already. I believe. A- AJ's hustling around doing camera work. He's one of the hired camera crew members for the week. So of DGN. So if he's following third card around, it's going to be hard for him to do that. So okay, Terry, let's wrap uh, this up. We'll do a Patreon I'm, giveaway next week. Oh, Terry, what, what's your? Are, are you going to be here next Tuesday? No, nope. I'm going to be on a plane so. on a. Mu- yeah. All right. Yeah, I'm going to Sweden, bro. I know, bro. I can only deal with so many weeks of you. So next week, I'm Sweden. Playing. That's where I'll be. Okay. Not with you. Actually, I'll, I think I will be in the air uh, at the exact time of the, of well, the podcast. So get internet and just do a do a live video <laughs> yeah. broadcast from the plane. Everybody around me would love that in the plane. How about this? I, I have the solution, Johnny. That's actually really clever. Here's the pitch. So I have the space and the internet required. Why don't we have Smashbox? We'll upgrade my ticket to first class for this uh, this European flight. We'll upgrade my ticket to first class, and then uh, then I will be able to be live 
I still don't think class. you'll be able to, even in first class, Terry. No, the internet's better there. Let's uh, try it. <laughs> really? Oh. Hmm. Yes. I'll just charge the card. I mean, that's only probably, what, an extra three grand? Maybe four? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's more than that, probably. We'll do that. No, uh, bro. No, bro. No, we'll bro. see. <laughs> just don't check the card. All right, guys, we are going to call it. Um, I think Brody Smith also celebrated her birthday recently, so in the last couple of days. So happy birthday to him as well. I love to shout out our golfers. So thank you guys so much for joining us. That's been uh, World's uh, Day One Recap, which just happens to fall on a podcast night. And uh, yeah, someone had asked earlier, if it works out schedule-wise, you might find me in this exact same spot doing something on my channel a few of the other nights this week. As I said, the extracurriculars are the Bourbon Cowboy, <laughs> Mechanical Bulls, and other things. They but get anything's possible. Anything's possible. Uh, if if I can, and, and if my uh, if my uh, mental and physical stam- stamina stamina can uh, keep up, you might see me jump onto my channel and host uh, some kind of a nightly recap where we break down some other things and have a traditional nightly recap. But uh, either way, keep check keep checking the Instagrams and uh, following along. Of course, we know you're watching live on Disc Golf Network and the PDGA and U Disc Live and all those other awesome things. Uh, make sure you're doing that. There's post-production. I heard there's seven cards in all four divisions that are covered. So make you make sure you reach out to no. Alt World and thank them for that insight. Five of those uh, are, in the, are are covering juniors at this event. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, make sure you, you follow that. Uh, we're going to close it out. Thank you uh, to everyone. Thanks to the tournament staff, the PDGA, everyone for having us here and doing what you're doing. Uh, excuse me, to make the world's experience uh, yet another awesome one thus far. We're one day in, four days to go. Clearly, it's anybody's game on on both sides, and it's going, I think it's going to be exciting. Uh, We may see our first, or correction, our second European ever uh, FPO competitor take it down, but could be Kristen, could be Evelina, could be uh, Hannah, Katie Tati, could be anybody. Hey, day, line, day, anyone. All right, so, Terry, before, so, before we go, final round, how many Europeans on the card? Two. Mm. All right. This is going to be two. How many do you think? Five. Say five. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. Just kidding. Okay. Uh, okay. Two's an easy guess. Wow. So, I'm, uh, yeah, so well, just, I mean- j- just to be different, I'm going to go with three. Oh, you would. Wow, that is a bold move. I'm going to check the UDISC predictions on that. That's a, wow. that's definitely a bold move. All right, guys, Ray, everyone else out there, all of our Smashies, all our Patreon subscribers and supporters, we love and appreciate you, and thank you guys for joining us. We've got a super Smashy. Ryan Pilcher's been uh, here working on some more edits, and uh, appreciate the heck out of him. So, We'll see you guys the rest of the week. We'll be live tomorrow for FPO action. And then MPO in the afternoon, we'll be coming to you from the Emporia Country Club. For Johnny V, I'm Terry Miller, the Disc Golf Guy. That's been Podcast 418's After Show. We'll see you next time when you step inside the Smashbox.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 